Hello and welcome to episode one of the Direct Design Podcast. Uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about passive income for designers. Passive income, it's something I get asked a lot about by different designers, like what is it? Um, how can I do it? How can I start making money? And it's actually not as hard as you might think. Um, first off, to talk a little bit about what is passive income for designers, um, or just in general. Passive income is um, work you do that you get paid for multiple times for doing the work once. Basically, it's a way you want to be able to build things that earn you money while you sleep that have minimal upkeep. So you can continue to um, get paid for them multiple times after doing that work. And then, uh, you know, eventually you can build up a collection of these things and um, start to make, you know, a decent side income or even a full time income if um, you're willing to invest that much time and effort into it. Um, one of the things that are really good for um, creating passive income is actually digital products. The reason for that is that there's not a lot of um, overhead in creating a digital product aside from having a good idea and then putting the time and work in to create it. Um, there isn't a lot of startup costs or anything like that aside from maybe some software and um, just your time again really to do it. As far as design goes and passive income products that do well, um, some things that are good are things like templates, WordPress themes, writing ebooks, um, creating typefaces, creating uh, UI kits, and all types of different uh, digital assets are generally do pretty good as um, passive income products. When we talk about templates and themes, it's also a good reason to think about learning how to code because um, it definitely does pay. Some of the higher paying products out there where um, creators are making a lot of money are things like WordPress themes. You could always partner up with a developer if you had a friend that is a developer and they could code the theme for you and you could design it. But, you know, if you want to keep it a one-man show and just something that you do on the side, it would be a big benefit there for you to learn how to code so you can actually code up your designs yourself. Once you've gone and created a few products, like where can you actually sell these things? Um, there's actually a number of different uh, marketplaces out there where um, that are looking for designers to submit products you can sell. Um, generally, the platforms take a percentage of the sales, uh, but most of it goes into your pocket, and they will bring you, um, you know, access to thousands of customers and visibility, which you don't have if you're just starting out. You won't have a big following, likely. So there's a good trade-off there. Um, some of the sites off the top of my head that are some of the better ones are um, GraphicRiver.net, which is all graphic design and just digital design assets. Another one is themeforest.net, which is more for website templates, WordPress templates, and other types of uh, like Drupal and other types of templates for different website um, platforms. Um, another one is creativemarket.com, which um, you can pretty much post anything there as far as design assets, templates. They take it all. I guess one thing, the difference between those, Graphic River and ThemeForest are owned by a company called Envato. Um, where Creative Market is its own company. For any of the Envato sites, you actually have to submit your designs in and they have to be reviewed by their team and approved for sale. So there is um, a bit of a risk that you may design something and they may not accept it. And the quality might not be good enough or it just might be something they already have a lot of. So you do run the risk there if you go on those sites that you, uh, you may not get your items accepted. However, they probably are the biggest one out there and have the most traffic, so you generally will probably make your most money there. So it is worthwhile to um, check those two out. 
Uh, Creative Market, there's no review process. You can post whatever you want up there and you can sell it. It also has a good amount of uh, traffic on there, but myself, I haven't, I've seen decent sales there, but I haven't seen the same kind of money I was making on like things like Graphic River. Another place you can sell is actually building your own website, but you do have the challenge then if you don't have a following or if you don't have any traffic generated yet, it's going to be hard to get people to your website to buy your things. It's still not a bad idea, though, to create it and sell them there as well because you won't be paying um, anyone else a percentage there aside from just the cost of running your website. Things like BigCartel.com are a great cheap platform for selling. I think it's about 10 bucks a month. So it's, it's not a bad idea to also run your own site as well as things like Creative Market and Graphic River. Um, put the files everywhere. Uh, some sites like Graphic River will pay you more if you are exclusively selling on their site, but you can still sell on other sites, but they will give you a little less percentage. But that's just kind of a strategy decision you need to think about. But I think when you're starting out, it's a good idea to just put stuff as in many places as possible. Another way you can actually um, get your, your stuff up there too is to use something like Patreon where um, if you do have a bit of a following already established, um, you could have a subscription to, say, you know, $20 a month. And as long as you're posting, you know, a few files a month or making it worthwhile for your um, followers, they could um, be getting all of your stuff for a monthly payment. So that's another um, strategy to consider, too, as you're thinking about how you might want to price some of these things. So why would you want to do this and get involved in trying to create passive income products? So if you have a full-time job you know it's a good way to make some extra cash on the side you can do the work at night um, it's also a good way to polish your skills like sometimes in your know, day jobs you might be focused down on a very small design problem and maybe like creating a couple icons or something like that um, and you're not really always focused on the bigger picture and building a product end to end so it is good practice that um, you could create say a uh, website template where you're going to have to create the icons for that and the design and and everything all wrapped into one um, product and also put it together in a way that um, can be sold. So um, it's, it's good practice and it's also a good way to make some extra cash on the side. If you're a freelancer, setting up passive income products is you know critical, I think, to keeping some regular cash flow coming in. There's no excuse to say that you have nothing to do as a freelancer if you don't have some regular kind of client paying gigs you should be spending the rest of your time building products like this in your downtimes and um, so you can be having you know money coming in for rainy days when you are still on client work you are hopefully getting paid for um, some of these uh, products that you're selling on these other platforms or your own websites if you're a full-time freelancer you should you know be making it a top priority to building a collection of products and getting them up on these sites and start earning um, as soon as you can so if you're now motivated to you know, get into this and start building some products, like how should you start doing that? Um, I think the first thing to do is to think about what are you good at? Uh, are you good at making typefaces? Are you good at making templates? Are you good at um, actually even doing something that isn't totally design related? Um, just We're talking this as a design podcast, of course, but you know, if you're thinking of making products, they could be anything that you think you can sell in a digital format. So maybe it's an ebook on how to make typefaces or something like that, but uh, for this topic, let's just say that you're good at making typefaces. So um, a good thing to do first is to research what is popular on sites like uh, Creative Market is a, is a pretty good place to sell typefaces. So check out what is um, selling well on there and see what's kind of popular and what's going on. Um, you don't want to just copy the popular style, but it is a good idea to just see what is working and what sells. 
ideally, the biggest moneymaker for you is going to be to be able to find something unique that is going to appeal to many people. So sometimes that might be a variation of a popular style, or that might be you might notice a niche for a certain style of typeface that isn't selling, but you know you can you know you can do make a quality typeface, then you might um, have a really good product on your hands there. So once you've done your research and you kind of have an idea of the product that you want to build, the typeface in this case, um, you want to go and create that um, typeface and um, you know use whatever software you prefer to do that. It doesn't really matter. Just um, create the typeface. You want to export it into uh, the different file formats that um, you, you would expect if you were buying a typeface yourself and wrap that up. You probably want to include with that a readme file that just kind of talks about um, how to maybe install the typeface, you know, talk a little bit about it, uh, description for it. Um, if you're going to include any type of a copyright notice with it, you could include that in the readme file as well. Um, and yeah, some usage guidelines. It's usually a good idea to say something like, um, you know, you can use this uh, asset for whatever you want, but you are not um, allowed to resell it or give it away to other people. Uh, once you've, uh, you know, created that product, then just go and set it up on, I guess let's say Creative Market in this case, because there's no review process. So you get it up on Creative Market. Um, you'll need to set up some preview images and, you know, description and uh, basically just look at some other typefaces that are doing well on there and just kind of copy their description of how they've um, described their typeface and, um, you know, create your own images, of course, don't copy their images, but um, just kind of see what other people are doing and use that as a guide to building out your own um, file description for the actual uh, website. Once you've got it there and you've taken it live, the next step would be to promote it. So you go out to all your social channels, start promoting it there. Um, I find Instagram works pretty well. Um, Twitter, of course, is good. Um, but actually, one of the best ways to do this is by starting to build an email list. If you don't have an email list today, like I recommend you to start trying to build one as soon as you can. Um, email lists are a very good way to build a dedicated following. They're also generally work very well at converting um, followers to sales. So they're one of the best ways that you can go and to, you know, to generate income for your products. A good way of actually getting people to sign up for your email list is to, to provide value to them without you know, expecting anything in return. So that could be things like um, giving them exclusive content for free. Um, that could be, if you are a good typeface designer, you could be sending out content about how to make typefaces. You could be creating videos on how to make typefaces or just recording yourself making a typeface and start spreading some of that knowledge, um, giving it out there for free, um, giving away you know some products for free and, you know, by doing that, you'll build loyalty um, and trust with your uh, followers so that when you actually do have something you'd like to sell them, they're not going to um, see that as being spammy. They're not going to see that as, you know, you just trying to be a car used car salesman or something like that. They, they're already getting a lot of value from you. And if you are providing a high quality product, then, you know, the, at a fair price, then, you know, a lot of people will be willing to pay that. Um, I think the key thing there to, with that last point was make sure your products are high quality. Don't just rush through it in a night just to get something done and put it up and then wonder why no one buys it. You really need to put that extra effort in and put that work in and make sure that you're building really nice products because um, there is a lot of competition out there. I think the key thing to take away here is to remember too is to continue to build products. Don't just build one, put it up for sale 
you know, put it on your Twitter and then you're not making any money. Like you need to, you know, build several products, like build at least a dozen products, get them all up there. You're going to get better at creating your descriptions. You're going to get better at promoting them, you know, write down what works and keep track of which social channels um, produce um, sales and produce traffic for you. Build that email list, put the work in, give yourself, you know, six months or so of doing this and then start to evaluate, you know, am I making any money? Um, is this working? Do I need to try a different um, strategy? But just don't do one thing and then give up if it doesn't work out for you. It, it Like anything, it takes hard work and what you put into it is what you'll get out. Don't be afraid to try different types of products too, right? Like if you start with templates and, you know, things aren't going well, um, you know, try typefaces or try ebooks or try um, WordPress themes or try creating UI kits. There's a million different types of products out there you can try. So try different things. See what works for you. Um, see what works in your different channels and with any followers you're able to gain, you know, for uh, different people that will be interested in different things. So I guess when you're starting out, the key thing is to experiment and figure out what works. So that's about it for a bit of an intro on passive income today. Um, I will definitely be going deeper on this topic in the future. So if you have specific questions or areas you want me to focus on, please leave a comment or bring it up in the Discord community if you're a member on my Patreon. Um, if you'd like to join my Patreon, the uh, address is uh, patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash direct design, all one word. Thank you.